Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Paranormal Journal. I'm your host, John Curley, and it is November 5th already, man, November 5th. Wow, Halloween is gone already. Man, we had a great Halloween event, everybody. I mean, we did a, we, it was a pretty awesome night. I, I was surprised because I've never really investigated on Halloween Eve into Halloween. And I want to tell you what, it wasn't a disappointer. I was surprised. I really was really surprised. We did a lot of investigating. We started early, ended late, and we caught some, some really good stuff. And we're going to do a show on it in the near future. So stay tuned for that show because it's going to be an awesome show. We're going to present a lot of evidence on that show. And uh, I think you're really going to like it. So tonight's episode is 
movies versus real paranormal investigations. I think a lot of people need to know this and understand that movies are movies, folks. And real investigations are real investigations. Um, you know, a lot of people see the movies and they think that, yeah, man, you know, these houses are crazy, have crazy phenomena, and there's stuff being moved and people are being possessed and this and that and this and that. And, you know, it's really not like that in, in investigations. You, you do a lot of investigating a lot of times, and folks, you're sitting in the dark for hours and hours and hours, and Sometimes you don't even hear a peep. You'll be lucky if you hear a mouse scurry around on the floor, you know, and you're just sitting there in the dark and you're waiting for something to happen. It's sort of like going fishing. You throw out the bait and you're waiting for the fish to come along and eat the bait. You might not get a, a fish all day, you know, you're just waiting. It's just like paranormal investigating. You're sitting in the dark and you're waiting. You're waiting for this phenomenon to happen. Unfortunately, we never know when it's going to happen and how it's going to happen. There's no set time when it's going to happen. But when it does happen, it's it's amazing. And it, it hooks you. It gets you hooked right away. You're kind of like a fish on the hook. Once it happens to you, you're just like totally hooked. And you, you can't get enough of it after that. But then you go and next investigation, and it could be the same thing. You're sitting in a, a house all night long, and nothing's going on. And you're like, damn, why in the hell can't we have all this activity like you see in the movies? Well, because the movies are not real. Now, they say they're based on, you know, true stories. And, and you know, these investigators said all these things happen, but not a whole lot of claims backing it up on video. I can tell you that just like uh, demonic things, you know, big thing with, with movies that make right now, it's the, uh, the conjuring, these conjuring episodes with the Warrens. Now make no mistake. The Warrens made leaps and bounds with paranormal investigations. I mean, they put paranormal investigations on the map. Uh, no one, even new people did this kind of things and the Warrens kind of brought it out to the front, to the front line, you know, you know, getting on the media and exposing this phenomenon. Uh, no one really knew about it, not to take away anything from the Warrens, but the movies are kind of corny to me, you know, I mean, they're movies. They all have demonic things. And, you know, I hate saying the D word demonic because people really take, demonic things to the whole to a whole nother the whole nother level it's just ridiculous um and a lot of paranormal groups out here are really doing things they shouldn't be doing and giving people a lot of false hope about things that are going on in their house and they're going to do this and they're going to do that they're going to get rid of these things they're demonic uh the biggest thing i've seen is you know the movies are portraying Everything's a demon in a movie nowadays. So, you know, of course, demonic things sell. I mean, look at The Exorcist. When The Exorcist first came out, uh, Peter Blatty's, you know, Peter Blatty's book, you know, just, it blew everything up with demonic things and brought, you know, demonic things to the front line. 
And people went nuts over it in the 70s. I mean, they went nuts. And after that, the Catholic Church had a huge spike in exorcisms. Everyone was getting possessed and, you know, there was demonic possession all over the world. And they had to create this big thing with, with doing exorcisms. And, I mean, it, it's movies, folks. It's the movies. Now, the, don't get me wrong. The Exorcist scared the hell out of me when I was a kid when I first seen it. And, um, you know, you don't really understand it until you get into paranormal investigating. You see, it's not really like that. You know, you, I've had a lot of cases, not a whole lot, but I've done cases where there was allegedly demonic possession. And, folks, I can tell you, there was no demonic possession. These people had psychological problems, and they definitely needed a help from you know help from a doctor. They did not have anything paranormal going on, besides what was psychologically wrong in their minds. Uh, I, I I watched them flopping around on the floor, screaming profanities and spitting and. Doing a whole lot of ridiculous stuff, but I didn't see anything paranormal going on. Now you would think if someone was demonically possessed, that there would be a whole lot of you know a whole lot of paranormal phenomena going on behind the you know this person being possessed. But I'll be damned if I've seen it, and uh, I'm not going to say that someone was possessed when I didn't see anything paranormal going on. I just seen them screaming a lot of profanities and people holding them down, and like there was some extraordinary strength that I didn't really see. Uh, you know, if someone was allegedly possessed by the devil, I would think that they could probably snap their fingers and, you know, people would be blown off of them or thrown around the room or things are moving around the room. There's going to be some kind of phenomena involved with this, folks, but i never seen it. And this is my personal experiences, my personal opinions. You know, other people are going to say otherwise, but I'm going to tell you now, show me the proof. I want to see the video. This is 2021. This is in 1945. This is in 1935. This is in 1920. This is 2021. If there is real demonic possession, I want to see it on video because the proof is in the pudding. Now, if there's someone that's demonically possessed, I want to see it. I want to see it on video. I want you to come on the show because I want to talk about it. I want to see the video evidence. I want to. I want to see it. I've never seen it, so I'm not going to say something exists that I've never seen. Um, I don't like using the D word because that's uh, kind of irresponsible for me to go into a location and tell a client that I think their house has a demon in it because they got scratched. They had three scratches where they uh, they smelled something foul in the house. Um, you know, we, we smell rotting flesh in the house or, you know, I've smelt that before in a location and I'll have to admit it was totally strange. I've never experienced anything like that. So, you know, it smelled like a decomposing body and probably like feces almost mixed with it. It was pretty intense. And, um, I mean, I thought it was strange that it did it when we, we read uh, inserts out of the Bible from Psalms, and the owner said that it would do that if you read it out of the Bible, so we tried it, and sure enough, it did happen, 
which I thought was odd. I'm not a big Bible Belt kind of person. I am Catholic. Um, but, you know, it, it, the proof is in the pudding, folks. I mean, I experienced this. I, I did experience this foul smell stuff. I've, it's only one time I've ever experienced in hundreds of cases that have I that I've investigated over 20 years and I couldn't explain it. I searched the house for, you know, a leaky sewage pipe. Um you know, flushed the toilet. We flushed the toilet, I smelled in the drain, we flushed the water down the sink, I smelled in the toilet. And we didn't produce that smell at all. And I would think, you know, after a certain amount of times of flushing the toilet or just running water in the sink that this smell would come back and it didn't. But when we started reading inserts out of the Bible, it came back. Now, I'm not saying that's demonic. You know what I mean? That just could be something. Maybe it's someone that liked the Bible. And this smell is the only way it can come across to you to communicate. That's not saying it's demonic. Uh, you know, this is all hype that's came from movies. Uh, you know, three scratches. That's the that's a big thing with demonic things now. The foul smells, big thing with demonic things. Three scratches is supposedly the mocking of the Holy Trinity. Uh, demons do this. I, who, I don't know whoever set that standard to say that that's what it's supposed to be. Who You know, who's to say that whatever's in this location, this is the way it communicates with you is by scratching you. Maybe it doesn't know how to to talk and, and make a disembodied voice or make something move. Maybe it's just scratching you is the way that it's communicating with you. That's not saying it's demonic. And a lot of groups nowadays, and if groups are out there listening and they're getting offended by this, what I'm saying, that's, you know, that's on you. That's on you if you're getting offended because you're really falsifying what you're telling people if you're saying, you know, someone got scratched, it's demonic. You have no proof of that. What's your proof? Because you watched the movie and three scratches means you're, it's demonic? Come on, folks. You, you got to do better than that. You have to go, come about this in paranormal investigations with, with logical thinking. Okay? Every time a meter goes off, that doesn't mean, you know, an EMF meter goes off or a K2 goes off. That doesn't mean there's something paranormal going on. You have to prove without a doubt that that meter went off. Something paranormal caused it to go off. You can't just say, hey, the meter went off. That was a ghost. You can't do that, folks. You got to have evidence backing that up. Now, if you're you're you have a K two in your hand and it goes off, you haven't had any readings in that area. You're not getting any milligauss readings. You're not getting any EMF spikes. And all of a sudden, it goes off, and you hear a disembodied voice. Then, hey, that might be paranormal. You might have had just had a, a serious paranormal event. You just heard a disembodied voice, and the meter backed it up by going off. Now. That's that's some pretty good evidence that maybe something paranormal set that meter off. Um, people, paranormal investigators, you owe it to your clients to give them the truth and not a bunch of movie mumbo-jumbo, okay? Are demons real? I don't know. I don't think they are. I have a hard time saying that demonic possession, that something can, invisible that can take over your body, 
and basically destroy your body, destroy everything about you, and turn you into a totally different person. I just don't, I don't see it. I can't see it. Um, and that's my personal opinion. But I'm thinking, you know, I'm doing this in a logical way, logical thinking. Uh, I want to give the client a real explanation to what's going on and not a movie explanation. They've seen enough horror movies to be afraid. They don't need to be afraid by you giving them a false claim of there's something demonic in their home because they got scratched and they had three scratches. Or they heard a growling noise. Oh, growling, that's demonic. Who's to say that's demonic? Who who made this rule up that that's demonic? Why why isn't that? Maybe it's something that's just the only way it knows how to communicate is by growling, or making a foul smell, or making a cold spot. I just it, it amazes me that these groups follow these movie protocols. These paranormal teams they follow movie protocol when. You have no evidence to back up your claims of demonic possession. The proof is in the pudding. That saying covers it. Boom. The proof is in the pudding. If you have no proof, stop saying it's demonic possession because it's not. Just, you know, you watch the movies and you see all this crap with the, with the demons. and I mean, let's face it, folks. Demonic things sell. It sells. Look at the Conjuring, all the Conjuring uh, movies that have came out. Blockbuster smash hits. The Exorcist, blockbuster smash hits. Horror movies sell. That's, that's what it is. But in real life, this is not true. This is not true at all. Um, you have a lot of people out here, and, you know, there's people that say they're priests and all this and they're going around and they're doing exorcisms and you know they're calling themselves demonologists and you know I just it's hard to take in you know it's hard to take in that people are out here they're going into people's homes and they're scaring the living hell out of them they're saying oh you know you got the things then they set up their they're SLS cameras that aren't meant to be moving around, but they're moving it around, giving false positives because they picked up 10 stick figures in a house with an SLS camera that's not supposed to be moving. It's supposed to be stationary, uh, but you know, picked up 10 stick figures in the house, totally false positives, most likely. <coughs> Excuse me. And then they're telling a client that they have 10 ghosts in their house. Folks, this is not good. This is not good. You do not do this to a client. These people are already afraid. They are totally afraid. You cannot do this. We are there to help these people, these families. Families have children. They're already experiencing a phenomena they cannot explain. And to come in and say a house has 
10 ghosts in it, 20 ghosts, because your SLS camera picked up on a whole lot of false positives, is totally irresponsible as an investigator. And if there's teams out here listening and you're doing this, you need to stop and put your thinking caps on and think logically because you're coming about this all wrong. We're here to help these people come up with a logical answer. And then, you know, you have groups saying that they're going to get rid of these things. Oh, we're going to get rid of them. We're going to do a house blessing. We're going to throw some sage around, you know, burn some sage and some anointment oils and throw holy water. And we're going to get rid of these things. No, folks, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. You can't fight something like that and think you're going to get rid of it. It doesn't work that way. And you know what, folks? That's movie magic at its best. And you know what? I was guilty of it myself when I first started doing this a long time ago. You know, I thought I was doing the right thing. And the people said, you know, we'd like to have our house blessed and it'll get rid of whatever's in the house. And I fell right, right along with it. I'm totally guilty of it. And, you know, I, I arranged these things and we did them and, you know, they never worked. They never worked. And I, and actually sometimes the activity got worse and it made the situation worse and the client wound up having to move, you know, they wind up having to move from their home. And who's to say that whatever's in the house is not going to follow them to the next location. There, there's no, there's no guarantee in this. There is none. You know, I was the part of, of a really cool blessing. I mean, I thought it was fantastic. I mean, the, the entire church showed up at the house. They did communion in the house. It was, it was very special. As a Catholic, it was very special. I thought it was incredible. And you know what? The activity did stop for about a year. But then it came back, and it came back with a vengeance. And these people actually had to move from the location because it got so bad. And I felt totally guilty about it afterwards. But when it happened, it was it was a total special. I've never had anything happen like that. You know, it felt really great that this many people would come together and help you know, their fellow parishioner, and, and they did, and it was awesome, but it didn't work in the end, folks. It did not work, and it totally changed my mind about what you see on TV and these blessings. You know, you watch these shows like The Haunted, and uh, everybody comes in, and they're, you know, doing their, their house blessings, and exorcisms and all this crap and you know they're working the ghosts are gone it's it's a remedy to get rid of them not true at all not true at all folks i'm telling you the truth because i lived it i've done it i've seen it and it doesn't work people always ask me do you have you know people friends you know do you have a number of clergy and i say no i don't have a number of clergy anymore i don't get involved with clergy because it doesn't work and that's truth you you know you live by your experiences and 
I am definitely telling you I would never try try that ever again because it didn't work. And I was a part of a lot of them, and they never worked. They actually got worse. I just think it's funny, you know, now that I see other groups doing it, and, you know, they, they have it on their websites, and, you know, we get rid of ghosts, we get rid of them, we do house blessings, we, we sage the house, and come on, folks. It's not... You know, you're giving someone a false a false hope of you're going to get rid of the phenomena in the house. And how can you fight something that you re- we really don't understand? We have no clue of how these things work, when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen, where it's going to happen. It's totally sporadic when it happens. There's no set time when something paranormal is going to happen. It just happens. And that's the problem, is how are you going to get rid of something also that you can't see? You can't see these things, folks. Once in a while, you come across something, you might see it. But it's, it's like hitting the lottery, you know, if you're in a house and... All of a sudden, you see a full-bodied apparition come downstairs. I mean, it's just like you just hit the mega millions, you know? Oh, my God, I've just seen a full-bodied apparition. I, myself, have never seen a full-bodied apparition that looked like a, a real person. You know, I thought maybe I had seen someone one time on the road, a woman. But it's, she looked real. It was kind of strange. She was out on the road at 3.30 in the morning, an old lady running down the street. You know, in February with a nightgown, it was kind of weird, kind of strange. And on this day, I'm still on the fence about it. You know, was it a ghost? And it was kind of weird because it happened right across the street from where my friend lived, and his house was haunted, and he said that they see an, an old lady in that house. And uh, kind of described exactly what I described to him was exactly what he sounded like the woman that was haunting his house. And uh, it was strange. I don't know if it was real or if it was a real person or a ghost. I'm thinking it was real, looked real to me. But uh, just kind of odd to be out there at 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, running up and down the road. It just, it was odd. Um but like I said, you know, you see, you see a full-bodied apparition in a house. I mean, you've hit the, you've hit the mega millions, man. And if you get it on video, you're gonna definitely be on television because I don't know too many paranormal investigators that have captured a full-bodied apparition on film. I don't know of any actually. There's some pretty cool stuff on, you know, on TV or not, but. You don't know if it's fake, and that's another problem with the paranormal investigations. You you re, you record a lot of good evidence, and you know if you post it online, you're automatically ridiculed as you faked it. And uh, I've captured some pretty cool things, not a whole lot in 20 years, but I have captured some really cool stuff, and I posted it on YouTube because I wanted people to see that this stuff is real. You know, it's not a it's not a bunch of mumbo jumbo. There is a phenomenon. There is stuff that's going on that we don't understand. And uh, I captured this black stuff. I want to say it's a black mass. That's what I call it, a black mass. It's It basically created itself from nothing. 
into look like it was trying to create a like create a figure or something, but it it disappeared. But it got it totally created its own mass and it blocked out the door jam. You couldn't see through it anymore. It was totally black. You couldn't see through it. It happened over a 15-minute period of moving across the room. It would show up on one side of the room, and it would it would literally change sizes and move across the room, like make itself smaller, then make itself bigger. I mean, it was amazing. And if you ever want to see the video, it's on YouTube. It's 100, it's 300% legit. A thousand, it's a million percent legit. I, I've it's the best video I've ever captured. You can go to the Harrisburg Area Paranormal Society on YouTube, go into the uh, like the YouTube page and go into subscribe for it. Go in and look at the Black Mass video, and uh, it's in there. You'll see it. It's it's awesome. It happens every 15 minutes of this thing moving around in the room and. Folks, it's real. But I had a lot of people on there said that I faked it and I did this and I did that. Oh, it's easily faked. It's not fake, folks. I'm not in this to fake anything. I'm not in this to get rich. I'm in this solely to help people now and basically cure my own fears of dying. You know, dying is a scary, scary thing to me. Um, I have a hard time with it, especially now that I'm getting older. I'm almost 50. I don't have a whole lot of time left on this earth, you know? Anything can happen between now and when it's my time to check out of here, you know what I mean? It's You never know what's going to happen, especially nowadays. You got all these weird diseases. We got COVID. You know, a lot of people are dying from this stuff, and uh, it's a scary thing. Death is a scary thing. It's all part of our lives. We're all going to do it. It's a, that journey we're all going to take, but it scares the living hell out of me of dying. I, and as a paranormal, you know, a paranormal investigator, I just want the answers. I just, it'll make me feel better to know that there's something else out there waiting for us when we're, it's our time to go. Um, you know, I've lost a lot of loved ones over the years, you know, people that I really, really cared about, friends, family, and I just always wondered why they could never come back and say, hey, everything's going to be okay. Don't worry about dying. You're going to be okay. We're going to see you again. Now, if I could get that reassurance, and I'm sure everybody feels the same way. If you could get that reassurance that, hey, my grandfather came back. He told me everything's going to be okay. Don't worry about dying. Live your best life. Don't have this in your mind. When it's your time, we're going to come back for you. We're going to get you, and you're going to be with us for eternity. We're going to have you're going to see it's going to be a good time for the rest of your life. You're not going to have any more worries. You're not going to have any more pain. Everything's going to be good. I would, I could die a happy man. You know, I could die a happy man. And uh, I'm sure a lot of you folks are feeling the same way because, you know, if you've ever lost a loved one, it's it's a tough thing to 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 endure. I mean, it's not something that, 
you lose a loved one, and it's not something that's easy to get over. You don't get over it. It stays in your mind the rest of your life. It's it's something that's that's always there. You have the memories of, of your loved ones, but death is like, it's final. You know, it's like you're never going to see them again. You're never going to hear their voice again. And it's, uh, it's, it's a hard thing to take, and a, a lot of people can't handle it. Uh, it hasn't been easy for me, for some of the people I've lost. Uh, and I still think about them all the time. So, you know, it's this paranormal thing is 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 really a weird thing. I, I've come across a couple really good cases, and you know, over the years, that has made me think there is something else out here. You know, after the physical body is gone, there's got to be some sort of subconscious mind that lives on and uh, is able to communicate because. I mean, just in the case we just did at Halloween in Marietta, Pennsylvania. I mean, this case gets better and better every time we go. We're getting direct responses to something that's in the house. I mean, it is responding to us intelligently. You don't get that in a whole lot of places. You get a lot of like residual kind of EVPs, which is electronic voice phenomena. You get a lot of residual kind of things like in the house, maybe, you know, saying things like, you know, uh, saying people's names or, or something like that, you know, or they'll say stuff like one little one word sentences like get out or stuff like that. I mean, that all could be kind of residual kind of things, you know what I mean? But this thing was interacting with us. We're asking questions and it's responding to us out loud, not like we're Going back into the recorder and checking the recorder, you know, afterwards, it's it's responding out loud, disembodied voice out loud. You know, we had one incident. I asked the question, I said, uh, do you use electricity to manifest and do things? And it said, I do. And not long after that, Carl asked, do you, you know, should we turn on the lights? And we heard a disembodied voice out loud say, not right now. I mean, this is, in this is intelligent. This is not something that's like some kind of residual thing that happened 150 years ago. I mean, we're in a pretty old house, but this thing said, not right now. It didn't want us to turn the lights on. You know, like, it, we're like, you want us to turn the lights on? It's not right now. And we're going to play that clip when we do this uh, show for this case, we're going to, we're going to have this case. We're going to showcase this case on the paranormal journal. And we're going to let you hear some of the disembodied voices we've captured out of this house. It, it's an amazing place. And we're going to continue to investigate as long as the client will allow us until they sell the house. They're actually renovating the house now, but we are going to continue to investigate this place as long as we can try to get some answers to who's haunting the place. We haven't really figured out who's haunting the place yet, but uh, we're going to. As long as they allow us to keep going back, we're going to keep going back. And, you know, you got to keep going back to a location if you want some answers. You can't just investigate a place one time and think you're going to get an answer because you're not. You're really not. You got to keep investigating and investigating and investigating a location. You can't just go one time and say, oh, man. 
Yeah, it's haunted. No, you can't do that. <coughs> Excuse me, folks. I'm bad on this damn cold that I got. We've had it for about two weeks now, but uh, Lord have mercy, it's kicking my butt. Um, but yeah, I mean, you have to investigate a place for a long period of time. You got to keep investigating, keep investigating, and maybe you'll come up with an answer. And it's not guaranteed you're going to come up with an answer. You know, I, I tell my clients all the time, you know, I'm going to investigate your home. I'm not going to be able to get rid of this stuff that's in your home. And I assure them that, that you know, these things, you, you can't get rid of them. There's no magic potion that I can sprinkle around your house or light some sage and it's going to get rid of whatever's in the house. That's total movie magic. And that's what this episode's about is this, this movie genre, you know, of you can, you know, get rid of demons and ghosts and I'm not going to demons. I just, I don't know. Totally on the fence about demons. I hate saying the D word demonic and it's just, it's movie magic selling moments. You know, we're going to sell some demonic things and we're going to make millions. And that's what they're doing, folks. It's a movie. Movies about demons sell. They really, really do. I mean, look at, like I said, look at The Exorcist back in the 70s. That's supposedly based on a true story that happened to a boy in Maryland, actually. It was, actually, my work was not far from where this happened. And uh, I used to actually see the church that they actually allegedly took the boy to, a St. James Church, right? It's right on Rhode Island Avenue. I mean, Rhode Island Avenue is right there. I drive past it all the time. Uh, yeah, it started in Maryland, not in uh, St. Louis. They took him to St. Louis. It started in Maryland, in Mount Rainier, right outside of D.C., not in St. Louis like you see in the movies. It started in Maryland, uh, allegedly now, allegedly. I mean, I know that I know they lived in Maryland for sure, 100%. They took the boy to St. Louis. But was it really, did it really happen? It really happened, but did all these paranormal events really happen, you know, with this kid levitating and things being thrown around the room? It's possible. It's documented by the church, by the Catholic church, but there's no, there's no video proof of it at all. There's no video proof. I think there's possibly some audio of it. But, you know, in every case you, you hear of demonic possession, you hear audio and it's people going, screaming profanities, making all kinds of weird noises. And I can do that too. I could probably fake being possessed by, you know, one of these paranormal groups. I could probably get them to come to my house and fake a possession and they would think that, uh, I'm possessed, you know what I mean? But I'm, that's not what I'm about. But it's a lot of people that say they're possessed. They're really having psychological issues. There's a psychological problem going on. It's not a possession. Now, would I like to see a possession? Hell yeah, I want to see it. I want to document it. 
because I think it would be totally fascinating to see something like that. I've never experienced anything like that, and I've investigated a lot of places, folks. I've been doing this a long time, and I've never in my life seen a demonic possession or even seen anything that is possibly demonic. Now, I've had things in houses that will scare the hell out of you. I've been scared myself. I'm a big guy. I'm not scared too much. I've experienced a lot of things in my lifetime. You know, I'm from inner city Baltimore, and uh, I haven't seen a whole lot of crazy stuff on these streets out here, but uh, there's been some stuff that's happened in a house that scared the living hell out of me, and I can't explain it. Um, And there was no explanation for it. But was it demonic? I'm not going to say it was demonic. I won't use the D word. I won't do it because I don't have any proof to back up those claims. So that's the thing, folks. You got to have proof to back up your claims. Now, if I'm going to tell you, if I'm investigating your home and I tell you your home's haunted, I'm going to have evidence, audio or video, to back those claims up. I'm not going to be using an app or, you know, a ghost box. Or Now, don't get me wrong. I like the ghost box. I'm not a big fan of it, but I have used it, and it does work. I have had things happen. Voices come through the ghost box that I cannot explain. They shouldn't have came through that device, but they did, and um, I, I'll have to say that they do work. Now, the phone apps and all that stuff, I've had some interesting things happen with people with the phone apps. Um, Is it paranormal? I don't really know. I can't really, you know, say. But they were interesting. They spit out names that there were people in the room. Their names weren't named that. And, you know, it said their names. And just don't know how an app could do that. But it did it. It's not supposed to do that, but it did it. But I got to have, for me, I need valid proof of a haunting or a phenomena that's going on. If I'm going to investigate your home, it's going to be, you're going to have proof. All right, this is what we captured. We captured these voices. We captured this video. Here it is, black and white. It's going to be. No doubt, this is proof. And I've had people, I've went in their house, they said their house was haunted, and, you know, I investigated a few times and didn't have anything happen. And I told them, hey, I didn't have anything paranormal happen, and they kind of got pissy with me. Well, this house is haunted. I'm like, I'm not saying it's not haunted. I'm just saying I didn't get any evidence of a haunting. I didn't get any evidence of anything paranormal. I didn't hear anything. Anytime I came to the location, and usually if you go into a, a location and it has phenomena going on, you experience it. You really do. Um, something is going to happen over a period of investigations where it's going to say, hey, you're going to say, hey, there is a phenomena going on here. We experienced it. We recorded it. We have it. But some people, you know, they, they, you know, if you tell them their house, you, you know, you haven't had any activity, they get, they get 
highly pissed off about it. And they're just like, well, this house is haunted. I know it's haunted and this and that. And I'm not never saying it's not because I don't live there 24 hours a day. They do. You know what I mean? They're there all the time. So they're definitely experiencing phenomena. I'm just not there to record it. You know, I'm there once or twice or however many times they let me investigate. If they let me keep investigating, I'll keep investigating for years. That's what I like. I like to be able to get into a house and be able to investigate for years because that's the way that's the way you you keep gaining evidence of this activity and maybe you can figure something out. You can't just expect to go into a place in one time and expect to be able to figure something out because you're not going to. That I can assure you of. But like I said, you have a lot of people out here, these paranormal groups, and there's thousands of them all over the country, all over the world, that think, you know, you go into the house one time, they can go into it and come up with an answer and do a blessing, and it's gone. And blew some stage around and threw some salt, some oils, and, you know, holy water. They're gone. You, you can go back to a normal life. Sorry, folks. It doesn't work that way. And it's never going to work that way. That I'm going to assure you and promise you, it ain't going to work. Been there. I'm telling you from personal experience, it doesn't work. <clears throat> and people who are there, or paranormal groups, are going to say, you know, John's full of it. It does work and this and that. But prove it. Proof is in the pudding. I want to see it. Show me. I can guarantee you any group that says they got rid of something in the house, I guarantee you I can go in the week after they're gone and experience paranormal phenomena. I guarantee it 100%. Any group out there that says they got rid of something in a location, I can almost guarantee you I'd go in there a week later, a day later, and we will experience something paranormal. I can guarantee it. You can't get rid of something by blowing some smoke around, some sage and all that. Oh, it gets rid of evil spirits. Whatever. You want to believe that, you believe it. Excuse me, folks. Um, I don't believe it. I've lived it, and I'm telling you, it's not true. It's not true, folks, and people that say it's true, you might want to look for another group to come in and investigate your home because they're telling you they can get rid of these things. They're out with the movie Magic. You might as well just go watch an episode of The Conjuring. Go look up one of these groups that do uh, conjuring kind of uh, blessings and I send you to hell, back to hell. Maybe, maybe it'll get rid of it. I doubt it. I doubt it seriously. You're just going to make yourself look like an ass if you go into a house and tell a client this stuff. That I can assure you. Don't do it, folks. Don't. Do it. Any paranormal group out here that's listening, if you're doing it, stop doing it, please. 
please use some common sense. These people are afraid out here, man. They're having they're experiencing phenomena that they can't explain. And you telling them something's demonic, you're just adding to the fear, man. You're just adding to the fear. And that fear can create its own psychosis, man, with, with people. You know, it can create a, a psychosis that's totally dangerous, man. You know, that these people will start thinking that something's going to try to kill them and possess them. And it's just going to lead into a whole nother bag of worms that you don't want to open. Now you done caused the total problem in the house that you didn't need to at all. And maybe you watched too many movies of The Conjuring or The Exorcist or God knows what else people have watched it. <laughs> that they're bringing into the paranormal field. I mean, the TV shows like, like, you know, like Ghost Adventures and all that. Folks, it's entertainment. You understand? It's entertainment. They're there to entertain you. This isn't really how paranormal investigations go a lot of times, folks. Like I said, you're sitting in the dark for hours at a time. And you don't really have to investigate in the dark. You can investigate during the day. Things happen paranormal-wise all the time. It doesn't have to be at night. We do it at night because it reduces the risk of outside contamination of people. People doing their everyday daily things and walking their dog, cutting their grass playing outside with their children. We do it at night to drop that contamination because people are in bed sleeping, you know? They're in bed sleeping. If you hear voices, most likely 3 o'clock in the morning, it's not going to be someone outside walking around unless you live next to a bar or something like that, you know? You want as less outside contamination as possible. That's why we investigate at night. But... You know, I tell you, the more I do it over the years, the more I get frustrated with a lot of paranormal groups out here because I just want them to do the right thing instead of the wrong thing. Telling people that their house is haunted and they have demons in it and they need an exorcism of their house. And I mean, I was just on the, uh, the news with... Um, CBS 21 in Harrisburg and they were showing me a paranormal group had went into a public establishment and one of their investigators was possessed and they're doing a live exorcism in a public location it was totally ridiculous I'm not going to name any groups any names of any groups because they're really not worth naming but it was ridiculous. I'm, I'm watching it, and I'm watching this woman allegedly possessed. They're throwing holy water on her, and they're holding religious relics on her. And, and she is just screaming profanities, and it was totally ridiculous. And, and you know, the, uh, the, news, uh, the news anchor said, you know, do you, do you think that's a real possession? I was like, absolutely not. I said, do you see any kind of paranormal phenomena going on 
in that video. I said, just look at the video. It's it's common sense. Do you see any paranormal phenomena going on at all? And she's like, no, I don't see any. I said, so what would you take out of that? He said, well, I would take their very fraudulent. I'm like, well, that's what I would take out of it myself. If there's something demonic going on, you would think there would be a lot of phenomena going on. There's things going to be moving around. You know, there ain't going to be a couple guys just holding one person down because if the devil's so powerful, he could just throw you right off of him. There's nothing you're going to be able to do to hold him down, right? You're fighting something that's supernatural, that has supernatural powers, like, allegedly. <laughs> that's the problem. Let's think about it, folks. Just think about it. There are, there is a paranormal, there is a phenomena out here that we do not understand. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, there is a phenomena we do not understand. That is a fact. Uh, but is it, is it heaven and hell? I don't think so. I really don't think so. Um, like I said, I, I, I've had loved ones that passed away. And they were really good people. They weren't evil people. And, you know, I, I hope they're in a better place. I hope they're, you know, not in pain anymore because, you know, when you see a, a loved one that's suffering from cancer or, or some illness, you know, and they're just, they're just getting ate away by that illness and, you know, they're just suffering. And you got to see this. It's it's a terrible thing, and you, you want to hope that they're in a better place when they pass on. But, you know, I've never had a loved one come back from the dead and say, hey, man, everything's going to be all right. Don't worry about it. You, everything's going to be good. I wish it would happen. I really do, because I would feel a whole hell of a lot better about dying. As I'm still... Right now, even just talking about it, it gives me the will. He's just thinking about dying. And uh, it's definitely a scary thing. If you really sit and think about it, if you just sit and you think about dying, it is very, very scary. You lose everything you were is gone. You know, and it's... When you pass away, it's like you were never here to begin with. And that's the part that sucks. Everything that you were is gone. It's gone, man. It's it's gone. You're in the ground or you're turned to dust by, you know, being cremated or something like that, you know. You're, you're just gone. Every part of your 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 body that was here is is history. <clears throat> And the only people that remember you are the people that loved you, you know. All your friends, they'll forget about you. The only people that will remember you is your family, your kids. It's a, it's a humbling thing. It really is. Uh, it's something that uh, it really makes you think. It really makes you think. And you want to live your your best life. You know, you really do want to live your best life. You want to be able to 
enjoy your life. But, you know, you always got this thing in the back of your mind that, man, when I, when I go, well, you know, you, am I going to ever see my wife again? Am I ever going to see my kid again? That's the thing that bothers me the most. I don't think it's the part of dying. It's the part of not seeing my, the people that I love ever again. Like, I, I have a hard time with it. It's pretty, pretty tough. Wow. That's a pretty humbling, pretty humbling right there. Um, but moving on. Like I said, we're all gonna we're all gonna experience this death thing one day. It's one journey we're gonna take on our own. That's for damn sure. We're gonna we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have that journey all for ourselves. No one's gonna be able to take it with you. But um, to everybody out there who's uh, thinking that demons are real and stuff like that. It's just movie magic, folks. You know, the movies have pumped this stuff up to be so, so bad. <clears throat> you know, that everything's demonic and investigators think it's demonic. And there, like I said, there is a phenomenon that's out there that we can't explain, but it's, it's not demonic. It's, it's definitely something else out here, though, folks. There's something else. I don't know what it is. I want to say that, that that you do live on after you die. I want to say it's so bad. I've experienced a lot of things that's pushing me in that direction. But I'm just not sure. I have more questions than answers right now. I don't have the answers. Well, folks, that was a pretty quick hour. Pretty damn quick hour. Tune in with me. Uh, I probably might change the hours on here. I'm I'm trying to think. Maybe change it to like 8 o'clock on Thursdays. But I'm not sure yet. For now, it's just going to be from 7 p.m. So um, please come on back Thursday nights, 7 p.m., Paranormal Journal. We're going to have different things every week. We're going to have new guests. We're going to be talking about different things, talking about a lot of our investigations with the Harrisburg. Area Paranormal Society. We do a lot of investigations and we've done a lot of investigations. We're going to showcase all those investigations and we're going to have the actual clients on the show talking about their real paranormal experiences. And some of them are pretty frightening, folks. It's don't get me wrong, they're frightening. I would not want to live in some of these people's houses that I've investigated, and that's for damn sure. And they still live there. So Tune in with me Thursday nights, 7 p.m. on Podbean. We're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about ghosts. Come in the chat. Meet new people in the chat. If you got some questions, throw them in there. Tell me, John, open up the call line. I'll open up the call line. You can call in, and we'll talk online. It doesn't really matter to me. I'll talk to anybody about paranormal things. This is what I love to do. This is what I do. I'll give you the best answer that I can give you from my own personal experiences in this stuff. And uh, I'm always going to give you the truth. I'm never going to give you a bunch of bull crap. You will always get the truth from me. So tune in Thursday nights, 7 p.m., Paranormal Journal. 
hear the real truth about real paranormal investigations. Have a great week, everybody. Great weekend. Enjoy your best life. Tell your loved ones you love them every day. And God bless America. Folks, we need it right now. Here's my closer. Enjoy the music. Tonight, sweetheart, well, it's time to go.